When you are down and out, how do you get up and go forward? Have you been prospecting for month on end, only to end up with one? Your past mistakes, habits, and limited belief prison your development? Or are you just kind of depressed about your current employment? There are many reasons to get down and start to get depressed about your situations. When you're down, do you know how to get back up in that right direction? Join us on Yes You Can podcast show. The new you start today, not tomorrow. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. This is Trevor Carter, your host, another episode. Uh, Yes, you can. And we do have a very special guest with us today who's all the way from the United States. And she's had a very interesting story to share, to edify you, to encourage you that it can be done. Anything can be done. And that's why our special guest is here to enlighten you in the pandemic time we're living in, it's still possible to do what you want to do, whatever you've dreamed of. So I'm going to introduce my uh, guest and uh, say who you are. Welcome to the show. Hi, Trevor. Good morning. My name is Jacqueline Madison, founder and editor-in-chief of Beverly Hills Magazine. Uh, And it's just such an honor to be with you this morning. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, absolutely. It's such an honor to have people like yourself on because they've always got something to share, to edify and to move the dark clouds out the way. And I think you're (laughs) going to do a lot of that today. (laughs) Lord willing. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So Jacqueline, um, there are some interesting things about yourself. Um, Would you mind introducing yourself a little bit more, who you are and where you're from? Yeah, sure. So I'm actually originally from South Africa, but I do live in the United States, currently uh, in Beverly Hills, California, Los Angeles. And, you know, I am an entrepreneur at heart. I believe that uh, I'm also a born-again Christian, and uh, on my life journey, the Lord has led me to sort of become a a Christian success coach. so that's part of what I'm doing. But I am a believer and I believe that all things are possible with God. I live by this scripture, Matthew 19, 26. And it's from this place of belief, this place of faith that I've been able to, to live my dream life, which I'm doing now. And I want to share with others the spiritual secrets of success that I've learned in order to step into my dream life that others can apply to their own life to live their own dream life. And that's why I've written a book actually called The Seven Oracles of Success. Right. Uh, but my my life journey is not a story about a, a woman who's made all the right decisions and I'm some hotshot and you know I know how to do everything right. <laughs> It's quite the opposite. I had attempted to start two other magazines prior to this one, both of which failed. I, you know, reached a point of professional failure where I couldn't break through in my businesses. I had these dreams, these hopes, but they eluded me. I just kept hitting walls and disappointment and what some might call failure. And, um, 
and also at the same time, I was also meeting personal failure. You know, my relationships were failing. I kept having either experiencing betrayals or or disappointments. Same, it was the same pattern, and uh, it was in this place of personal and professional failure that I actually humbled myself and cried out to God. I sought God um, and and admitted my frailty, my own inability to make my dreams come true. You know, and God's word says he hears the repentant and contrite heart. And that means the broken heart, the, 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 the prayer of repentance, meaning, you know, remorse over past decisions and um, really a willingness, a true, sincere willingness to, to want to change. And I was in that place and it was excruciatingly painful and incredibly humbling. But God met me in that place. And Trevor, my life started changing. God's spirit met me in that place. I was broke. I was had zero dollars. My, my Mercedes had just been repossessed. I was depressed. I was alone and I was living at my parents' house. Okay, so definite failure, mm-hmm. as the world would call it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but, um... <laughs> But it was in this place where God's spirit met me and he started supernaturally guiding my life. I started having encounters with God, seeing signs, wonders, and miracles like supernaturally. And I started having dreams, prophetic dreams. God guides my life through dreams. And if you've ever, if you've ever read the Bible from cover to cover, which I encourage everybody to do so, mm-hmm. because it's not only a history book of, of how God interacts with people, with the, the, with the human race, uh, but also the, it's a book of the future and tells us what's to come. Plus, it's, a, it's an instruction manual for any life experience we can encounter, and it gives us wisdom mm-hmm. uh, and insight in how to, uh, to properly uh, manage and navigate those circumstances in order to overcome and have success in them, because that's, that's God's will for us. And I also say this, there's free will and there's God's will, and God's will for your life is your dream life. You see, I was trying to make a magazine happen and I was trying to do everything in my own wisdom. Um, but a lot of t- this world has sort of cultivated a mindset of, oh, we have to hustle and we have to like manipulate. And that's why there's so much corruption and so much deception mm-hmm. is because people have a, have a me, me, me mentality, mm-hmm. you see. And it's really selfish ambition. And that's actually demonic. Uh, the Bible calls it demonic. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, you know, you can achieve a certain level of success without God. Of course, the p- people do it all the time, you know, but it always comes with demonic influence, which is depression, divorce, disease, addiction, disappointment. Uh, you know, there's all these things that will still plague your life. Oh, let me not forget death you know, even premature death, you know, whereas God promises long life, joy, peace, when you go to him and seek his will for you. And he says, if you delight yourself in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Mm -hmm. So obviously I wanted to do a magazine, but when I actually went to God 
he gave me Beverly Hills magazine, which at the time was totally out of my realm of possibilities. I had no money. I mean, starting a global brand publication was an impossible dream. But I say, if you have an impossible dream, if God's put an impossible dream on your heart, that's perfect because with God, all things are possible. Right, right. You know? Right. So I, um, it w- I knew it was going to be a tremendous walk of faith for me, and it was, and it's been every step of the way. I've had to trust God, but He supernaturally has just brought the right people, the right resources, the, the right tools. Like, even yet, I mean, God continues to blow my mind. Even yesterday, I log into a, a website, and sure enough, the ads on the side are exactly what I need. Yeah. It's like incredible how he does that. I, I believe God enjoys doing it because he loves to surprise us. Mm-hmm. When we are operating in a place of faith, mm-hmm. and right now, listen, if you're going to believe in God, you have to believe in the devil. So we are right. in a world where we live in the presence of evil, and that is the work of the devil. Mm-hmm. And so the devil is right now trying to create a, a an atmosphere of fear. But God's, wor- God's word says, um, you know, it's impossible to please God without faith. Mm-hmm. And you can't live in fear and faith. Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. Okay. And so you have to operate and activate your faith because God's power moves and marries your faith. And it's in that place where manifestation of the impossible becomes possible. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's wonderful. So yeah, that's, you know, just to give you a long story short of what I've been experiencing and it's absolutely incredible and we all have access to this supernatural life walking with the Lord. Right. Yeah. Right. That's amazing because um, this is something that most people are not aware of, of how to tap into the mind of Christ in order to get the revelation from the spiritual into the physical realm, which you have done. Now, for the sake of the listeners, how do people Let's say somebody got a, a blockage, a financial blockage, property mindset. Now, you explained your life was many scenarios, dead ends, challenges. You thought, well, is this going to stop? But somewhere along the line, the code cracked. And you was able to tap into something that allowed you to be successful and an entrepreneur. Now, what would your message be to people who do have that blockage? What's the best thing for them to understand in terms of getting that free flow, just like yourself? So there's a lot of, there's many different elements to this, but it begins first with your, your seeking your relationship with God first and foremost, Mm -hmm. going to him, repenting and repenting of sin, because it's actually sin in our lives that creates those blocks because sin is cursed. And it, it's a spiritual curse, and and where there are, where there's a curse in our life, it it actually uh, allows the devil to operate in our life and keep us in oppression, in poverty, in fear, in sickness, in all these things that we experience, but we don't realize that it's actually caused by spiritual things, a mm-hmm. spiritual curse, but we can break those curses because of the power of the cross that Jesus came to give us life more abundantly. 
God's word says the devil or thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right? So if you're experiencing lack, uh, any type of deterioration, oppression, depression, any of those things, it's the work of the devil in your life. You have to understand that. Mm-hmm. But Christ came to give us life and life more abundantly. So it's really just a matter of us understanding that we, and God also tells us he's given us power over all the power of the enemy, that we do have authority over these things. So we have to sh- paradigm shift, repent to God for our sin, because once we repent in true sincerity, then God can, then there's it can the curse can be lifted i had to go through deliverance right. you know i i repented and asked god for forgiveness of all my sin but not just mine the sins of my ancestors because we okay. fail to realize that there's generational curses and it's even in god's word mm-hmm. he says that there's a uh, he visits the iniquities the sins unto the third and fourth generation right. it's just the way divine law works okay right. he's god he makes the law we don't argue with him but once you come into a spiritual understanding of how divine law of the true god really is mm-hmm. you can you can step into the blessed life and come into the covenant promises of god so that god's word manifests for you right. and you live blessed the curses are broken. The devil no longer has an open door into your life. And you can walk with God, walk with the Lord, just like God intended from the beginning before sin entered the world, before Adam and Eve rebelled against God. We can be restored. That's the purpose of life is to be restored and reconciled back to God right. so we can walk intimately with him and that he can bestow all his goodness and his blessing upon us and we can live our dream life and that's what it is again your dream life is god's will for your life Mm -hmm. there's free will and there's god's will you can't have both Mm -hmm. you know this world again this world is a world of deception and of corruption and a a lot of it is propagated by the devil okay Mm -hmm. and he, he has created a lie that says oh follow your heart follow your heart no that is such bad advice i can't even begin to tell you right god's word says that the heart the heart is deceitful above all else who can know it Mm -hmm. god's word tells us that it's not within man to direct his own life Mm -hmm. truly how many times have you followed your own heart right into disappointment right Right. into heartbreak Uh right into failure right into divorce Mm -hmm. right into pain i mean I'm speaking the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And and the truth never lies. And so the point is we have to be we have to go to God for guidance, for instruction, for wisdom because Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to God the Father but by him. So it's through faith in Jesus Christ that we can actually access the f- spirit of God, the Father God who created our spirits and we can be led by him if, with heavenly guidance, with a, a wisdom beyond our own understanding because God sees that he knows the, be, the, the beginning from the end. He knows the result of every decision we'll make. So he can he can effectively tell you, navigate you away from your own bad decisions. God tells me what to do and what not to do. 
if I've made a decision, maybe in my own impatience and my own foolishness, and it was a wrong decision, God will tell me. Mm -hmm. And then he'll also tell me to correct it and how to correct it, or if I'm even able to correct it, oh Lord have mercy, you know, mm -hmm. keep me from making decisions that are irreversible. But that's why I'm at a point where I am so surrendered to God that I, I seek his will, I, I pray. No, but let me, let me finish that. I seek his guidance and instruction on everything I do because I know that I am going to make the wrong decisions. Like that's just the, the fact, right. you know? And that, right. that it takes humility to accept that and know that and know that you need God to tell you and show you what to do. Because right. God says he gives grace to the humble but resists the proud, Right. you know? Right. Right. So it's pride that says, oh, I can do it. I, I'm going to try to manipulate this and I'm going to try to, you know, bang on this door and try to open this door of opportunity for me. But when you re release your pride and you actually humble yourself, God will bring the right people, just like he's done for me in my business, opening doors for celebrity interviews and, and doors of opportunity and access and resources beyond what I could have ever manipulated for myself. Because believe me, in the past, I tried. I, I tried to call people. I tried to open doors that were slammed in my face. I got rejected, rejected, rejected. But it wasn't until actually I sought God and then he, this is where it, it, the, the truth of Jesus being the way manifests because he's the right way. There's so many wrong paths in life, but there's only one right way. And you can be guided onto that right life path by the Lord, by the risen Christ, Jesus Christ. You know, he's alive. He's not in a grave somewhere. Jesus never died. Mm -hmm. That So many people, even Christians, don't live with the reality that Jesus Christ is a living God. And he is always with us. He knows your most deepest intimate thought and sentiment. He knows the words you're going to speak before you say it. So we've been, you know, wandering around this planet uh, al alone, thinking we're alone you know, doing things in our, in our own foolishness and, and just so far from grace, so far from our purposes and destinies that God foreordained, preordained, pre-wrote for us. God has a life plan for you. He's got works that he intended for you to do and carry out. God calls them the good works that he's prepared for you that we should walk in them. So when I submitted my life to God, he started guiding me onto that path, onto that way. And so, but it started in that place of, of brokenness and of failure. But now in hindsight, I don't believe in failure because I believe that all those things God was actually, they were necessary stepping stones to prepare me for the true opportunity he had for me to step into my destiny. Right. So I say that to encourage others who are in a place of setback or failure now know that God has you right where he wants you and needs you. Go to him, seek his wisdom, because everything you've been experiencing in your life, even if it's been wrought by the, the influence of the devil, if you go to the Lord now and you surrender and submit and you repent, 
he is going to utilize all your past experiences, all your past pain, and work it for your good and, and bring you into a new season, a new opportunity to utilize all your gifts and talents and, and, and bring forth the desires of your heart. So don't lose heart. Don't keep your faith and, and, and trust God to now guide you onto the right paths. Well, Jacqueline, I'm going to say this. This is amazing because you've touched on something and one of them is generational curse of our forefathers. Now, that's a program I'm just putting together to actually be delivering for people who signed up on a long number who want to go on this three-day workshop to identify some of the models that they practice from their parents and their grandfathers that holding them back. And you just mentioned it not knowing that the course that I'm preparing next month. So <laughs> this is where your testimony says, when you trust God, he does put you in contact with the right people. And this is one of them, where you are touching on very much what I'm doing in the background as a stress relief and a wellness coach, but leading people down the road of understanding what exactly holding you back. What blockages are your experiences? Why are they there? What models of unforgiveness have you got with, from your lineage that's holding you back? And I think that's where I'm, I want to move on now with your, your entrepreneur idea. So tell me, what is an entrepreneur? What makes a person an entrepreneur? Because most people see the word entrepreneur, but don't understand what entrepreneur is. So from your perspective, what is an entrepreneur? So I actually have a quote, one of my quotes on my website, but I say, um, you know, I created what I do uh, to do what I do from anywhere in the world uh, so that I could have freedom. And I think an entrepreneur is someone who is willing to uh, take risks, to take a leap of faith, pursue their impossible dream, and um, who ultimately steps into a life of, of, of freedom. Freedom. I think that's what it's all about. Uh, creative freedom, spiritual freedom, uh, financial freedom. Uh, but that's what it comes down to, you know? Uh, so, from your journey, were you aware that you're going to become an entrepreneur? Well, my dad was always an entrepreneur. He always started his own businesses, and he always instilled in me, you know, that if someone else can do, it has done it, you can do it. There's nothing you 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 can't do. So I always knew that, you know, I could pursue whatever I wanted and do anything I put my mind to. Uh, but I started my professional career in real estate. So I started, you know, as an agent and getting sales and marketing experience. And then, you know, one day my sister wanted to do a photo shoot at one of the listings we had. And so she came over and um, we led her and, and we we're like, oh, and I started directing the shoot. And I was like, oh, this is fun. We could do a calendar. Oh, let's do a magazine. So a lot of times as an, you become an entrepreneur by a moment of inspiration or, or you know what else do they say something about 
necessity or something is the mother of invention. Sometimes like if you have an idea or a spark of an idea, you don't expect it. But once it hits you, it's, you kind of have to do it. And that's how I felt. Like once the idea to create a magazine was born, that's why I just was totally determined starting the first one, then the second one. But little did I know that it was actually part of God's plan for me. You see, there was a greater hand, God's hand, a guiding uh, force in my life that was actually leading me, but I just wasn't aware of it until I woke up to it. And once you actually wake up to God's presence, because what happened was when I ex experienced my failure, I had no money. I, I got, to, I got my car got rear-ended twice and I really needed money at the time. And so I got re rear-ended and then I ended up getting money and I was like, this is strange. Like these bad things have happened to me, but, but I've, they've resulted in my provision. Mm -hmm. And so I started kind of, and then that's some of the, this is just some of the spiritual things that were happening. Someone right. called them coincidences, but coincidences are God's hand in your life. Right. Really. Right. And so I was waking up and I was like, God, is that you? Like, what is happening in my life? And I just started really awakening to the spiritual atmosphere. And, um, but, but the one thing I want to mention to make sure is clear is I live a dedicated prayer life. I pray between sometimes 2.30 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. I'm in prayer. Uh, a minimum of 30 minutes to an hour if I if sometimes longer if I'm lucky I get to spend that much time with God but then at night between 9 30 and uh, midnight I'm also in prayer those are my prayer windows and of course during the day I pray but but these are my quiet God says go to your secret place go into your room shut your door come and pray to me and I'll reward you outwardly so this is the true secret it's the secret place in the quiet of your life where you go into God's presence and you seek him, mm -hmm. you seek him. Prayer is our power guys, because prayer is your communication with God, with it's your access to heaven. And God is limitless in abundance and can provide all your needs in a supernatural way. I also got, you know, I had another revelation the other day. I said, you know, money is like air, God right. su supplies it. You know, so we are all trying to, a lot of times money is people's God. Yep. They think that, oh, I got to get a job. I got to pay my bills. I got to, and they live in fear. That's the devil's system. Right. You got to understand when you truly are operating from a place of faith, now you're not operating in the flesh. You're seeking God for your provision and he can supernaturally by faith operate in that space. Mm -hmm. I don't worry about money. Even if I have no money in the bank today and I have to pay 1500, 2000, whatever money tomorrow, believe me, God puts the money in my bank account. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable how he does it. But right. he has guided me to create a business and, and I've implemented everything by his wisdom to create a business from nothing mm -hmm. with his instruction and his perfect wisdom that gives me a financial flow that is endless and limitless. And I get to stay in a place of faith, of creativity, and just watching God manifest my dream life because right. I am faithful in prayer. I stay in my place of faith and I fast. 
I eat one meal a day. I only eat fruits and vegetables. I, I don't drink anything. I, I eat the, the communion, body and blood of Jesus Christ. But remember, if you are living in sin and you take the body and blood of Jesus Christ, you bring a curse on you. Because and that's why pe- the Bible tells us that, and that's why many people have have died young. Many people get sick mm-hmm. because they take the communion. They think, oh, I'm going to take the communion, but right. they haven't repented of their sin. Right, right. You, you, you got to understand, sin. Oh, you have to. Your life has to be cleansed. You have to repent. Right. Sin is the curse on our lives, you guys. The the reason we even die. The reason we age is because of the curse of sin. Mm-hmm. You see, when you repent and you get baptized and born again, now God's Holy Spirit fills you. Mm-hmm. Now the same power that rose Christ from the grave lives in you. Mm-hmm. And, and God's word says those who are of God cannot sin we, because the Spirit of God lives in us. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we can live a life set free from the bondages of sin, set free from the destruction of sin, set free from death. That's why we live forever. The body's going to return to dust because the body is, is, it's the flesh is dying because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. And that's the thing. God will lead you in paths of righteousness. There's no more lying, no more cheating, no more stealing. You can't operate in the corruption of the world, you guys. God won't bless sin. You know, the the Ten Commandments still stand. Thou shall not lie, thou shall not steal, thou shall not covet. That means being jealous of what other people have, wanting what other people have, person, place, or thing, you know? honoring your mother and father. I'm talking about righteous living. God has a very high standard. He's the king of the universe, you guys. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about stepping into a royal mindset of righteous living. We are as sons and daughters of God because God's word says the sons and daughters of God are led by the spirit of God. So if you want to come into a, a royal standard of life, Uh, in terms of prosperity and access to the riches of God's blessing in your life. Um, You've got to live righteously, but he will guide you to do all things according to his righteous and royal standard of living, you know? And it's wonderful. And it's not, there's no pride in this position because you've humbled yourself. And you humble yourself daily through prayer and going into the Lord's presence to worship him and to seek his wisdom and his guidance, you know, and it's this divine marriage with the Lord. We are to be the bride of Christ. So if you don't know the Lord, you don't know Jesus Christ, you know, he, God has a name. His name is Jesus and he loves you and he's always with you. And he has a wonderful plan for your life, but you got to go to him. I say the Lord God Almighty holds the keys to your destiny and you have to go to him to unlock it. And he will guide you onto the paths uh, uh, of your destiny and your purpose. He'll align you with your purpose, the reason for which you were created. And God did that for me, but it all was born and, and conceived in the secret place of intimacy with the Lord. All I did for years, I literally had like two years where I was totally broken. All I did every day was I read the Bible. I prayed. I just was quiet and alone and isolated in solitude. And I sought God. 
I listened to sermons, but I waited for God to lead me and guide me. And I, I, I asked for discernment and I asked for the right people. Because God says you have not because you ask not. Because you ask amiss, you only want to use it on your lusts. Right. You know, so people are praying, oh God, please give me money to, you know, mm. buy a new car. And please mm-hmm. give me money so I can have new, you know, Christian Louis Vuitton shoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. The lusts. See, right. because the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life isn't of God, you guys. It's not. So you, I'm talking about a paradigm shift. But God, but God will bless you with everything when you actually relinquish all desire for anything. Your desire must be for Him. He says, seek me first and my righteousness. Seek my kingdom and my righteousness. And all things will be given to you. I'm a living, walking testimony of that because I've submitted to the Lord. I've come into a place of personal holiness and and surrender to His ways. And He's manifesting my dream life, I mean, in terms of prosperity. And prosperity isn't just money in the bank and freedom from, you know, financial work. Prosperity is a, a continual trajectory of growth in every facet of your life. That means spiritually, emotionally, physically, so divine health and well-being, um, intellectually and materially. And this is God's will for each and every one of us, you guys. We all have access to the covenant promise of God, to the blessed life that Jesus Christ died on the cross to give us. But are you willing to do what it takes to not only step into your own dream life, but also the secure the, the promise of your eternal life? So we can live in heaven. Heaven's a, a real world, you guys. It's not some airy, fairy, you know, myth. God created heaven and earth. Earth has sin. Earth is a world defiled with evil. Heaven has no evil and no sin. It's the it's the perfect world. It's pure. And um, and those of us who have purified ourselves in this world, we can live the blessed life here and now, walking with the Lord now, and we will live forever in heaven. Right. We we have access to the gates of heaven. Right. So yeah, well, I know it's a lot. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, you heard Jacqueline Madison, and what a story. It's a story of confidence. It's a story of having a spiritual walk with God, the Creator, and also there's hope. And I'm sure that you're all tuning in and can understand that this story will and can change your life. So, Jacqueline, what can I say? I mean, there's so much. You touched on a lot of things that I was going to ask you, but you answered it. So, um, but based on yourself, I can see your spiritual journey has been very enlightening and it's been very motivating for yourself. And the passion for you now is you set up your own magazine, you're an entrepreneur, and you're successful. Not from a world perspective, but from the spiritual perspective, you are successful because of the journey that you've been on. Now, I want to touch on two things here, um, mainly about wealth. Um, from a from the Christian perspective, they tend to find the scripture which says uh, the root of all e- money is the root of all evil. So people just like to continue to give, 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 but still live in poverty. Still give, 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 have a business, but no money's coming in. Now the concept around that, because you've got a business and you're a successful entrepreneur, you're making money. You have to make money to make a living. And how do you view wealth? 
How do you look at financial wealth compared to the opinions of other people seeing wealth, I don't want that money because I feel I'm going to sin or I don't feel I could be wealthy, I don't deserve a million pounds or a thousand pounds, I don't deserve 50 million dollars. Now there's a lot of contradiction here but from your journey, what is wealth? How should people look at wealth if 50 million dollars did come to you? So God's word says the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money itself. Mm. Money itself is a piece of paper. It's a it's a it's a tool. That's it, you know? And so you have to understand that it's the love of money. It's the love of wanting to accumulate, to acquire, the love of things. This stems from the lust of the flesh. Okay, that's what is sin. Mm-hmm. And God delights in prospering his servants. He, he can supernaturally give you anything in the world okay so he has no problem blessing you but the but the thing is you you have to be cleansed from your sin nature the sin nature of the lust of the flesh or the lust of the eyes or the pride of life you know and so if you're still in that place god will withhold it from you because he doesn't want your destruction you know, and a lot of times people are still uh, in the, the under the curse of poverty because they still have a love of money. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they haven't really repented of the sin or re- or come out from under that mindset. Okay, money is still their god. They're still not trusting totally in God for their provision. They're still worrying about the bills. They're still going to their their job that they hate because they have they have to pay their bills. That's not trusting God. Mm-hmm. That's that's not having faith at all. That's living in fear. You guys, if you had real faith, you'd be like, I'm quitting this job. I don't need this junk. I'm trusting God. I'm not. If I don't pay my bills for a month or two or six months, God's got me. He's going to lead me into a path to align me with my destiny and purpose. And he's going to set me up and he's going to make it right. Because he, because his word says he causes all things to work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So I'm going to the Lord. I'm saying, Lord, I love you. And I want to fulfill your purpose for me. Show me the way to go. You know, he did that with me. I actually, there was a time when I had, I couldn't pay my credit card bills because I was following the Lord, but he led me through. Now, now I'm back on track with all my creditors. I'm, I'm financially on top. You know what I mean? I am financially straight and set up because God guided me. He guided me out of debt. He guided me out of of being under that curse of poverty where I was just sinking and sinking financially. You know what I mean? Because I took my my eyes off of money, off of that worldly demonic system of money being the God, small g God of my life. And I started trusting in the true God, Jesus Christ. And he set me up. He led me out of poverty into prosperity. So that's the question. Who is your God? What is your God? Because if Jesus Christ isn't the true God of your life, and he's not the Lord of your life, which means he's not telling you what to do, then man, you're on the wrong path. 
Mm. You, I'm telling you, got you got to get in on this blessed life because this is where it's at. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's awesome. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, the other thing is this: there is a divine law that and a principle, a financial principle in my life. Because you said talk about people go to church and they're given, given at church, and then nothing's happening. They're still broke. They're still yada yada. Mm -hmm. One because most people in the church system, the religious system, mm -hmm. they're still living in sin. They, they haven't repented. Most people going to church, sitting on the pews, they're living like the devil when they when they go home, okay? Mm -hmm. They are not living righteously. And, and even the pastors themselves, they're, they're, they're hypocrites, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about really repenting, really living righteously and holy. And this isn't, oh, I'm holier than thou, I'm better than everybody. No, it's about, it's about being humble before God, seeking Him, doing things righteously, you know, doing unto others as you would have them do unto you, you know? Yeah. And it's in this true place of personal holiness and righteousness where the divine law, which is uh, which God teaches us in Malachi 3, 10 and 11, where he says, bring the full tithe into my house, so my storehouses are full and see, test me in this, God says, see if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon you. You won't even have room enough to, to receive it. Meaning I'm going to bless you so much. I'm going to give you so much wealth and prosperity in your life. You won't even be able to spend the money because God says the, 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 the righteous man leaves an inheritance for his children, mm -hmm. his children. Okay, right. so if you know the word of God, which I encourage you to read the Bible cover to cover, you know, mm -hmm. read it. Mm -hmm. He's gonna bless you. He's gonna give you money. But, but you, only if you've truly repented and come out of the love of the money, come out of the lust of the flesh. You see, it's contingent. Mm -hmm. But this law of tithing is, God wants you to give into his kingdom so that, because God is spirit, you guys, we got to be his hands and his feet. He led me to start the God Foundation. I have a Judeo-Christian charitable outreach ministry where we fund uh, ministries all over the world that are preaching the good news of Jesus Christ, that we can walk in the abundant life, that we can have the promise of eternal life through faith in Jesus Christ. Plus, we're supporting orphans. We're supporting orphanages all around the world right now. And this is the purpose and destiny God has established for me. So he's aligned me with it. But I say this because this spiritual principle of, of tithing, God taught me from the beginning when I had no money. When, he was, when I first started the business, all I had was a, a, a magazine website. So what I could give, I could give people featured articles or I could write a story about their business. So give of what you do have to give because what you do have, God has given to you. Mm -hmm. So be a blessing from what you're already blessed with. All right. And then when it came to financially, God was trying to prepare me for the God Foundation because I actually give most of my profit into the God Foundation. Mm -hmm. but, but the more I give, the more God grows my business. So it's a supernatural financial uh, and spiritual growth of my provision. I'm no longer in the world system. I'm in the faith system. I'm in the heaven's economy. 
Okay. And we all need to come out from the devil's economy and step into God's, the heavenly economy of how this financial law, divine law works. So I, I, I give, I give money away. Even when I had no money, when I started, what was going to church, because I wanted, I was seeking God. I would give, I would give into the thing, but I was, remember, I was coming out of sin. I wasn't in sin. I was repentant, but God led me into the church and I started serving in Sunday school. And God was testing me to see if I would continue to be willing to serve because he delights in prospering his servants. But hear me out on this because we all got to have a servant heart. You got to be willing to serve God because that's what it's about. Because God's will for you is going to be, he's going to have something for you to do. That's going to bring glory to his name. It's going to be for your blessing and for the blessing of others. It's going to bring you out from the curse of poverty, the curse of sin, the curse of death and hell, because hell exists. Heaven and hell are real. You got to understand God is a king and he's a judge. He's a righteous judge. And he's going to bring all of our thoughts, words, and deeds into judgment. You guys, this is why we repent so that we can, we can, seek God's forgiveness and his mercy that the curse of sin and death is broken off our lives so that we can be reconciled to God in righteousness and holiness and we can be blessed and we can secure our eternal life okay so it's beyond just you know our comfort in this world this is this is eternal life and death stuff okay right so um, that's the law of tithing and I say true charity is giving out of your own lack. Some of the highest virtues God values and honors is honesty, humility, and charity. So if you are still under the curse of poverty, I encourage you to start giving, but sow into God's kingdom. You know, you can sow into the God Foundation. 100% of all my book proceeds go directly to the God Foundation. 100% of all donations go directly to the orphanages. I don't take one cent, okay? And I give most of my profits right back to the God Foundation. I'm funding this thing. I'm I'm giving to the orphanages. So I, I say that because if you're, you gotta sow into good ground. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a law of, of reaping and sowing in God's kingdom, right? So as you sow, he honors your seeds and then multiplies them. That's how you get blessed, right. you know? So there's a lot of spiritual laws. And I've been giving and giving and giving. So God continues to give. And he says, whoever, God's word says, whoever lends, whoever gives to the poor lends to the Lord and he'll repay you. God says it's more blessed to give than to receive. But Why? Because God honors your giving and then he gives unto you. Mm-hmm. Praise God, the Lord is so good, you guys. If you, if you all really understood the true goodness of God and his wonderful plan for you, if we all had a, a, a revelation of the love of God for us through faith in Jesus Christ, we can have an intimate relationship with our Heavenly Father. Jesus Christ is, is his name when he walked the earth. Mm-hmm. Let's. You know, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. You would never want to walk alone. You would never be apart from Jesus Christ. I am. I go to him in every moment. I cannot breathe without saying the name of Jesus like all the time. I love him. He's always with us, you guys. He's always with you. 
So my books are The Seven Oracles of Success. I've got My Walk with the Lord, which is a 365 daily uh, devotional with oracles from God. These are direct messages from the Lord, the Spirit of God himself. And then I have my Jacqueline Madison oracles. It's uh, a thousand words of wisdom and uh, words of knowledge and revelation of heaven and of life that I've received in my times of intimacy with God. Um, I'm talking about a supernatural life that we all have access to, where you can actually step into the divine destiny that God created for your life. You can align with your purpose, the reason for which you were created, and you can live your dream life, which is the, the will of God for your life. Um, so I just, I love you. I'm praying for you all. And I, I, I pray you take your, your leap of faith and, and you seek God in all your ways and let him direct your path. Well, Jacqueline, it's just amazing to see your story and your journey. It's so um, uplifting to know, particularly in the pandemic time we're in, because everybody's out there looking for an answer. Um, businesses are closing down, families are, are separating, stress is on the rise. So there is somebody out there looking for answers, and it's worldwide and it's global. Now, you mentioned um, about your magazine. Now, because you've sold into the kingdom, Tell us a little about the growth of your business since you've been taking on that principle of sewing, which I would call a spiritual stock market. <laughs> you know, yeah. we can go to the stock market right now, we can put our money in, and you can't always guarantee you're going to get a return. But on the spiritual side of it, you can guarantee you will get a return. That's right, because God is faithful and righteous, and it's his divine law. Exactly, yeah. And I think that's the bit that I think most listeners need to understand the power of that and the return on how we can bless your family, your relationship, your children, uh, your job, your finance. Because as you say, wealth comes in different ways. It's not just financial, which most people have in their mind. It's just finance and it's not. Also, it can help you get a return to recover from your sickness, from your health or kind of symptoms you may have. Now, Jacqueline, take us a little bit on your sowing into the spiritual stock market. You are getting a return, and you mentioned your business is growing. Now, take us on a little bit of journey on about that business. What's happening there? Scratch from $0, and I built it one article at a time, and I've been building it over time, uh, I think into seven years. God's per number of perfection, seven years. And... Um, you know, the first two years I was just, you know, writing article after article and growing it and growing it and got God by God's guidance. And he, he led me how to set it up, how to create the infrastructure, the back end organizational systems and processes. Uh, just like any building, you need architectural plans. You see, God is the creator of heaven and earth. So when he guides you to set up a business because he wants to prosper you in business, he's going to give you the, the, the wisdom to do it properly. And that's what he's done with me. He, and he's allowed me to create the business in such a way where it's like a well-oiled machine. He'll even bring the right human resources, meaning the right team around you that he has ordained and anointed to be a part of your team to where it seems that you're creating this business almost effortlessly. Okay, and at, because the Lord, the God's, God's word says, he who builds the house builds it in vain if the Lord doesn't build it. So you, you really need to go to the Lord if you want to create a company that's going to be supernaturally successful. And 
as I as I simultaneously or was building the business and continue to build the business because I've got a lot more work to do and I got a future plans in terms of producing the, the Beverly Hills Magazine TV and I'm going to be producing other television shows because God's taking my create creative talents and taking them to a whole nother level. He'll do the same for you. God will activate the gifts and talents he put in you and, and mature them. So you go on a kid. God takes us from glory to glory, you guys. It, it only keeps getting better when you walk with the Lord. But um, so he, uh, yeah, he guided me to set up the business and all the infrastructures. And then um, while I was simultaneously building the ministry and serving God, because uh, as I didn't finish before, I was in church, but the church pastors and leaders would say, oh, would you be willing to make a flyer? Would you be willing to host a prayer call? God was testing me to see if I was going to have a servant's heart. Mm -hmm. And I just kept saying, yes, yes, I'll do anything. What I would love to help, I would love to serve. And then God put it on my heart to start the God Foundation. Then he took me into another level of ministry. I am what you would call an evangelist in the fivefold ministry of God. I'm part of the body of Christ, the church of Jesus Christ. I, I am not confined to the four walls of a building. That church age is over, you guys. God is not in a box. We are the body of Christ. We are the hands and feet uh, filled with the Holy Spirit of the Lord living in us and through us and manifesting his power and glory. So I'm just making you aware that that's the fact. We are in what you, what we would call the kingdom age, all right? Yeah. And um, so while I've been simultaneously sowing and building God's kingdom, because I also have a ministry. So if you visit the God Foundation website, everything you can find from my website, JacquelineMadison.com, J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E-M-A-D-D-I-S-O-N.com. But if you go to the God Foundation website, giftsofdevotion.org, there's a truth and wisdom column, a spiritual growth column, and all wealth of resources, knowledge, truth, and wisdom that you will need to understand if you want to start growing in your spiritual growth and knowledge of the truth and, and uh, ascend in levels of enlightenment so you can really uh, draw nearer to God and step into His will for your life. So I was sowing in my actions and in my servitude to the Lord, okay? Plus in my prayer life I'm sowing, in my worship of God. These are acts of faith that you are sowing into the spiritual. But when you give financially, okay, you're sowing into like the bank of heaven or you call it the heavenly stock market. What happens is, if you give somebody 50 bucks today in, in the spirit, God will then supernatural. It's, it's like, it's guaranteed. You give, so you provide for someone's need financially, God's going to provide for your need financially. If you, if you, if you give someone love or you, you, you sow in other ways, you know, God provides uh, your, your needs. Okay. Um, he, God's word says that he will bless you, press down, shaken together and overflowing. Okay. So he, his word says specifically that how you measure out, God will measure to you, but he'll give the, the overflow. Mm -hmm. So 
this is also part of righteous living. Are you being truthful? Are you being kind? Are you being generous of spirit and generous with your finances? Are you being honest? Are you, you know what I mean? You've got, we've got to judge ourselves and bring our, align ourselves into righteous living. lest we be judged by the Lord. This is why good, bad things happen to good people, you guys, because there is a divine law of reaping and sowing that is inescapable. It's not karma. That's the doctrine of demons, okay? The devil has tried to create all these false ideologies to keep us away from the truth of God's divine law. It's reaping and sowing. You're gonna get what you give, period some way shape or form it's gonna come back to you okay in this life and the next so if that's in mind god says do unto others as you would have them do unto you so if you keep this golden rule or i it's the royal law god calls it the royal law of liberty actually because when you conduct your life in this manner and at all times then you can play you can stay in a place of spiritual freedom, spiritual liberty from the curse of sin. Because if you start lying, cheating, stealing, backstabbing, betraying, you're not doing unto others as you would have them do unto you. I'm sure not, you know? You bring a curse on yourself, you guys. So that's the key to the financial principle of tithing and financial overflow. And for me, I give sometimes every day, but God guides me. He, he, he tells me when to give. And it's almost constant because God's making sure that I'm playing or staying in this place of his law. God's been guiding me and leading me in the way. Jesus will lead you in the way. So if, if I didn't give yesterday for whatever reason, God will say, it's time to give because he wants to make sure that I'm continually tapped into and plugged into the spiritual uh, kingdom, <laughs> you know, because we can all plug into it. But if, but if I unplug and if I don't continue to walk the, the, the walk that I'm yep. talking and do the doing, then I can be cut off from God. I can be cut off from the blessing, you know, but God is faithful to guide us and lead us to show us the way and what we must be doing to stay connected to heaven and stay blessed. Mm -hmm. And, and that's why charity is huge. Again, if you're in that place of fear, you're like, Oh, I don't have enough money for my bills. I'm not giving any money away. Yeah. But actually that's the wrong mindset. You know, if the little that you have, you should give it away and watch God multiply it. Then you're like, wow, now you want to give. Now you're like, oh, it's actually fun to give when you have no money because you know God's going to bring it back to you like supernaturally. It's, it's, that's what I'm witnessing and experiencing in my life. And it's amazing. God supernaturally provides for my every need. And I don't have to worry about money. And I'm talking about sometimes I don't even have to pay for things. 
most things I don't even have to pay for and I'm still living blessed. I'm living in Beverly Hills. I drive a Mercedes. I'm, I have the blessed life. I'm like what you would say on top of the world, you guys. And I'm like not even barely spending any money, but I'm giving money away and I'm not boasting. I'm telling you, this is a supernatural life because I'm doing God's work. I'm willing to serve him. I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm worshiping him. I, he's my God. He's my Lord. I seek him every day. He's my number one. Wow. Number one. First things first in the morning, first everything. I'm I'm with God and then he takes care of the rest. I say get this right. Get this straight and right. this will be straight. That's the right. cross right there. You know what I mean? Right, right. Now that's powerful because you mentioned you went into a business in magazine. I might be correct here. Going into something you're unaware, it does require some qualifications, some experience, and etc. Not knowing what to do, but you kind of went into it by the guiding of the Most High and led you to do a business and found out, okay, I've done a business. No marketing experience. <laughs> know this, know that, know that. Is that how exactly what happened with you? <laughs> well, pretty much, with the exception of the fact that obviously I had some work experience in the past. You know, I had been in real estate, so, but, but that's why everything you're experiencing now or any of your work experience, it's not for nothing. You know, right. God's going to use whatever you've done uh, because God has been in control of your life, whether you've realized it or not, you know? Well, actually, the devil has had an influence, but God ha will use all those things yep. in your life to bring them into his purpose when you go to him. So he's allowed whatever's happened because you've been under sin. Because, again, God is righteous, so he has to honor the curse on sin if there's active sin in your life. But he'll work it all together for your good and bring it into blessing, okay? Because that's what God does. And... Um, Oh, hold on. Where were we? And um, so, hold on, hold on. Let me let me catch my thought and make sure I, I, I get clear on wh where I'm taking you guys on this. Right. Um. So my experience prepared me for what God would have me do. And that your experience is the same. It's preparing you for what God has for you to do. Okay. Um, so it's not for naught. What was your question again? Just to refresh my memory to make okay. sure I get to the point. Sorry. Uh, what it was that when you're under the guidance of the Most High and He's told you, do this, do that, do that. Ah, ah okay, good. A business, what supernatural is the fact that you can go into a business with no qualifications, no experience, and suddenly you have a business. Okay, so that's uh, a mind-blowing uh, bit. Yeah. So thank you, thank you. So okay. I, I didn't have zero experience. I had whatever life experience I had had. God will utilize those to as preparation for whatever He would have you do. Okay, um, but He will also guide you in such a way to where um, you're going to learn. We're, we're students of life. you got to be, be willing to learn and, and apply what he teaches you along the way. So he's taught me how to create this business along the way, right? And in this learning, I've grown tremendously. 
I've become more of who God created me to be. And that's, that's part of the joy. And that's, is you become more of who God created you to be guys. Uh, but the thing is, even still, because I'm not creating the business, it's God's will for my life. So he's creating it. I'm just doing what he's telling me to do. I'm still in awe of how he set it up. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm blown away by, by what God is creating in my life. Just I, I'm being his hands and his feet. I'm going where he tells me to go. I'm doing what he tells me to do. You know, but it's not in my wisdom, meaning I didn't have the wisdom or the know-how to set up this certain process to make sure that the social media marketing content is on point and on schedule every time, every every at the same time of the week, at the same time of the day. I didn't have that foresight. You see what I mean? So I, I can't be like, oh yeah, that was me. I knew how to do that. You know, I figured that none, none I didn't know, uh-uh. Yeah. This is the point. God gets the glory. He show, He told me how to, he showed me. He, he supernaturally brought the right tool that I needed at the right time. And I was just like, again, I was in a place of fasted lifestyle, a place of prayer and a place of seeking him, waiting for the, waiting for the signs, waiting for the guidance, watching, uh, you know, at yeah. his door for the instruction. And then because I'm awake, because he says, be sober, be alert, because your devil's prowling around. The devil's prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour, to pull you back into sin, back into that curse that's going to keep you down. It's going to keep you broken, keep you in poverty. Right, right. You know, but I was alert. And and then I, you got to take action. You got to be willing to move in faith and do and be, oh, that's, yes, God. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you for that. All right. And then get to work. You got to work hard. That's one of the seven oracles of success. Work right. hard. Right. And where I tell more about that, one of them is faith like a child. Humi- right. The next one is uh, right. humility brings divine strength. One of the others is you got to fight for your future. Because remember, right. the devil's going to try to stop you, you guys. I ha- actually had to go through an intense warfare, spiritual warfare, where the devil tried to stop me from overcoming. I was in such a place of poverty and brokenness, you guys that uh, I had to literally be confronted by the devil, the demons. Demons are real. Demons are evil spirits. They're fallen angels. They try to stop us from ever stepping into God's will for our lives. And I've had to encounter demonic manifestations, like on the phone, wicked voices. Even still, I have to deal with it because I'm serving God and I'm living my destiny. It's part of it. You got to put on a spiritual warrior mindset. You're going to have to come up against the devil and evil forces, you guys. But we are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. Don't be afraid of the devil. He's afraid of you. We are dangerous to the devil as children of God when we're walking holy and righteous. We have power. God's word tells us power over all the power of the enemy. The enemy is ashes under our feet. In my, the thing is, if you're dealing with sickness or poverty or any other curse right now where you're feeling oppressed, there's scripture for that. And God's word, the full armor of God, if you and go to the, the God Foundation, there's educational tools there that will teach you that, how to put on the full armor of God. But the sword of the spirit is the word of God. 
So you've got to, when you're in your prayer time with the Lord, you got to speak scripture out loud because it forms a spiritual sword in the spiritual unseen realm that angels, your guardian angels can utilize against the demons and devil that is at work in your life. Okay. And so you got to, if you're dealing with sickness, you got to declare healing scriptures out loud because that is now creating a weapon against the devil that is afflicting you with sickness. I don't get, get sick. God taught me how to defeat demons of sickness years ago. I don't even tolerate a sniffle. I'm like, devil, get out of here. I, I have power over all the power of the enemy. God's word says he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. So we do not have to tolerate sickness, not for one second. We have, God's given us his blood and his word. So declare healing scriptures. The same thing with poverty. If you're dealing with financial lack, you gotta declare prosperity scriptures. But remember, it's all contingent on your repentance. Your, gen, your sincere seeking of God. You're really turning from your sin and wanting to walk righteous and holy, you guys, because then the power of God's word and his promises made manifest in your life. And then all things become possible for you because with God, all things are possible. Now that's an amazing story because ladies and gentlemen, Jacqueline Madison, now you've heard the whole story of her journey and her faith in God and how she's able to build her life and turn her life around and build a business in the pandemic period. Now, ladies and gentlemen, is that not powerful or not? That's powerful because people on this podcasting is about coming on, enlightening and showing you there is always a, a, a light at the end of the tunnel. And Jacqueline is a living walk the talk experience. Now, Jacqueline, um, I tell you, I could go on and on and on because your story, your story is so enlightening because of the period and the time we're in. So for the sake of the listeners, could you give me the details of your website and your contact details if anybody wants to get in touch with you? Yeah, so please do visit my website, JacquelineMadison.com, J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E-M-A-D-D-I-S-O-N.com. You can find the magazine if you want to subscribe or check that out. You can visit the God Foundation uh, and you can get uh, one of my three books currently available. Uh, and yeah, I, I love you. I'm praying for you. More importantly, God loves you and he's got a good plan for you, you guys. Go to him, seek his will in all your ways and he will direct your paths. God bless you and uh, uh, I'll see you soon. All right, thank you so much, Jacqueline. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome and uh, welcome to see you again on the next episode show on Yes You Can. And thank you once again to our guests for a wonderful testimony and experience. Thank you, everybody, and take care. Bye. Bye.